Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome. It's uh, it's actually 9-11, WTIC News Talk 1080, the Wilmerati Show. I'm Roddy host, Matt Sorais, our Master Ceremonies. Let's get off the right start here by asking God for help for today. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, thank you for another day of life. Thank you for the incredible mercy and grace that you show us. Thank you for your blessings. Blessings of family, friends, health, ability to work, earn income, do as we want to do, do as we need to do, freedom to move about. We still, uh, in, spite of, in spite of our problems, Lord, still thank you. Living in the best country in the world. We're grateful for that. Help us, God. Help us today to have wisdom and clarity, understand, be able to uh, discern truth from misinformation. And... Um, we thank you for all the men and women serving our military, God. We ask you to protect them today, protect their families, bless them as they're separated. Of course, we ask for protection also on all our first responders, particularly our police officers. Keep them safe, firefighters, CMT folks. And uh, and we pray for our, our leaders, God, we, we, some we don't like, but we pray for them. And we pray, God, that somehow there'd be a breakthrough uh, away from partisanship and toward good governance with the thoughts and hearts of the people in mind, the residents, the voters, the taxpayers of this country and of the state. And we give you thanks today for the freedom to be on the air. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I get an amen out there? Uh, a record number of amens yesterday, um, 74 pretty exciting i mean that's a that's a that's a healthy that's a healthy uh, round of amens to be sure and we're glad for that tied to record in fact so anyway um i got a lot of top i've got a vast array of topics uh to talk about um some that i found some that my crack researcher lj has found <laughs> and uh and this is where this is where the world's coming okay now this this is from just put this in perspective. Eight six zero. I'm sorry. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. The uh, the number to call. Um, this is from a state, particularly the home of New York City, where criminals are let out without bail. Major offenses are turned to misdemeanors. Violence continuing to climb. Police retirements may be an all-time high. I'm not sure, but certainly a, 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 an uptrend of retirements. People leaving the force. More people killed in nursing homes by COVID than practically anything else. <laughs> Unbelievable. Thank you, Andrew Cuomo. So th this is the state that, that's our neighbor, New York. And this is how crazy we're getting as as a country where we'll let criminals walk the streets freely we we won't even we won't even hold illegal aliens who have criminal records let them go let them in let's just let them waltz right in without checking them just let them into the society this is the country we're living in right it's almost it's almost a state of lawlessness this is the same state ladies and gentlemen that now in New York, it is illegal for people under the age of 21 to, per, where, by the way, 
<laughs> fentanyl pouring into the country, now masquerading as candy. It's different colors, little little tablets, different colors. It looks like, like uh, Easter candy pouring into the country through the open, porous southern border that this feckless administration will not close. This is the same country now. If you're under 21 in New York, you cannot purchase a can of whipped cream. The law which went into effect is meant to prevent teenagers from using whipped cream canisters to inhale nitrous oxide, otherwise known as whippets. The legislation specifically names whipped cream chargers and small canisters of nitrous oxide. <laughs> Inhalants are invisible. Volatile substance found in common household products that produce chemical vapors that are inhaled to induce psychoactive or mind-altering effects, according to U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration. Approximately one in five young people have used inhalants as whippets by the time they reach eighth grade, says the DEA. Abusing inhalants can cause damage to parts of the brain. Maybe, maybe you guys have had one too many whippets. <laughs> Parts of the brain that control thinking, movement, vision here. I mean, are you serious? Are you stinking serious? Like, we've got more fentanyl. There was, there was a bust that last week I, I heard. They said there was enough fentanyl, and they said specifically, to kill everybody in the state of Connecticut. That's how much is coming, and that's what they caught. They have no idea how much is they're getting getting through without being caught, without being found. And so the the brain surgeons in, uh, <laughs> in New York, I don't know, no reason to insult brain surgeons by comparing them to New York politicians. I apologize. Um, you can't buy a can of whipped cream. What do you get? What do you got to get? You got to whip out your license now for the whipped cream. Here, let me whip out my license. Do you find that at all insane? First question today. Do you find it at all insane that criminals can walk the street freely? People get out with no bail. Um, can't carry a gun unless, you know, you you're, you're, you work on a, I don't know. You have, they have a carry law, but you can't carry one. You have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that you, for some reason, have to have a, a weapon. This is the same state, the same state that does this. And now they won't allow... Anybody under 21 to buy whipped cream? 860-522-9842. Do you find that as unbelievable as I do? Now, there's been a huge uptick last couple of years in, and this is going on for a long time. This isn't new. But there's, this is, there's been definitely an increase in the stealing of catalytic converters. It's emission control items so that the exhaust passes through the converter and the converter does a relatively good job of scrubbing some of the pollutants out of the exhaust before it hits your tailpipe. Uh, and this from uh, the thehour.com. Carrying, uh, they're carrying power saws for quick surgery on cars, buses, and trucks. Catalytic converter thieves are running rampant in Connecticut this year. 
They passed a law July 1st effective that scrap dealers in Connecticut have to have special paperwork to be able to receive catalytic, these catalytic converters. But the crimes are still increasing. In Manchester alone, reports, uh, police reports that catalytic converter thefts are up 56% this year over last year. They had 150 responses through August 24th versus 96 in the same year. Just Manchester. Norwalk police reported 34 thefts last year, first half of the year. Now, guess 116 this year. Now, and I understand that even in our beautiful community of Wallingford, we're having we're having break-ins. That's why, you know, if you got to leave your car outside, make sure it's locked. Don't leave it unlocked. Certainly don't leave your doors unlocked of your house. Don't leave your garage door open with your car unlocked in it. I got a report of that yesterday before someone not too far from us had their had their car robbed. The car was in the garage. The garage door was open. The car was unlocked. The thieves stole stuff out of the car. So, I mean, this is, I mean, we, we worry about these unbelievably dumb problems that don't really have an impact on the majority of people's lives. But yet stuff like this, for some reason, we, we can't seem to, can't seem to curb. And, you know, you can't run your car without the catalytic converter, number one. Number two, uh, for a couple reasons. One, it, you can't. It's not, it's, it, it's not, you know, up to emissions regulation without a catalytic converter. But it makes all, it's like have no muffler. It's like taking the muffler off the car when you re- remove the, because that comes, that, the, the catalytic converter is between the engine manifold where the exhaust comes out before it gets to the rest of the exhaust system and most importantly, the muffler. So, I mean, it sounds like a race car. You can't drive it around. And they're expensive, hundreds of dollars to replace these things. And that's depending on how much damage they did when they were cutting the old one off or the, cutting the original one off. That's right. And then, you know, Connecticut's in such great shape under Governor Lamont. We've made, we're in a renaissance period because of Lamont. No, because of COVID. This is from InsideInvestor.org. A child born into poverty in Connecticut is less likely to climb out of it than in any other state in the Northeast, according to a Stanford study on poverty and inequity. The study entitled Economic Mobility found that of the nine Northeastern states, Connecticut has the lowest rate of intergenerational mobility. What does that mean? That means if you're poor in Bridgeport, you've got very little chance of getting out of there. You're going to be stuck the rest of your life. Generation after generation after generation. To measure, and, and, and we're having Chris Powell on at, at 10.05, all things Connecticut. And we'll talk to Chris about it. Chris, Chris will light up like a candle when I talk to him about this. To measure intergenerational mobility, researchers ranked the in- income of the child's family at the time they were growing up against the child's income when they can become an adult. For Connecticut, the study found that children born into the bottom 20 percent tile of income distribution have about a seven to eight percent chance of, a re- of eventually reaching the 20 percent, highest 20 percent in Connecticut. The figure of seven out of eight is the lowest in the region places Connecticut within the bottom 20 nationwide overall study. You know, why is this in the, in the Democrat-controlled state of Connecticut? We've been on Democrat rule 
majorly for the last 50 years. Why can't we fix this? Why isn't this? Why are we making progress here? And and can I talk about Hartford for a second? Again, I, I just drives me crazy when people talk about Hartford and they don't know really what the facts are about Hartford. Hart, the biggest problem with Hartford, by the way, the biggest problem with Hartford is I think it's somewhere like 50% of the real estate in Hartford is not taxable. It's state-owned, and they don't have any pilot programs. Pilot means payment in lieu of taxes for people in South Meriden. They don't have any pilot programs for this stuff. And so, so half the property, half the real estate, the beautiful golden real estate in Hartford is not taxable. So what are you going to have? You're going to have a 100%, uh, 190 mil rate? What are you going to do to raise money, right? It's uh, tremendous high percentage maybe it's not 50 maybe i'm exaggerating i don't think i am if if you know this for a, for a fact please let me know because i don't want to waste time looking it up but a high percentage of hartford property is non-taxable it's a huge problem gigantic problem i mean any town take any town in connecticut and say well half the property half the real estate what you can't tax because it's it's government you know and some of the stuff's sitting there empty. Can't tax it. State owned. So, I mean, maybe that maybe Hartford should negotiate. Maybe they, I don't know if they have any. Maybe some of the properties have pilot programs in place. But I mean, I think that's part of one of the biggest problems. Hartford is, is you can't you can't charge tax on property. A lot of the property. 860-522-9842. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll open phone lines. Will Marotti, Matt Sorois, can't wait to talk to you today. Give us a call right here, WTIC News Talk 1080. Hey, hey, welcome back. You know, I thought I would look it up because someone would go, oh, you can't be right. It can't be possible. 50% of Harvard's real estate isn't taxable. I was wrong. I was wrong. It's 59%. Of the $7.1 billion of assessed real estate within the city of Harford's tightly confined borders, 59% is non-taxable because the owners are not-for-profits or other tax-exempt entities like the state of Connecticut, according to Business Harford Journal data. So, so you got sixty percent of the property that's that that is in your control. You can't tax it. So, I mean, come on, you, you, why is there a problem in Hartford? Well, try addressing that first of all. All the state, all the state property in Hartford should be sold. Or, I mean, you know, I mean, you can't sell everything because you got state people working there. But I'm sure there could be consolidation and, and, and you could you could repurpose other properties and things like that. All right. 860-522. I just thought I would look it up because I knew someone, someone said, oh, it can't be true. 59% not taxable. Um, okay. Uh, 860-522-9842. Let's go to Alex in Seymour. Hey, oh, wait. Uh, oh, wait, Alex, let me put you back on hold because i got to go to the news in a minute anyway. So uh, don't go away. We'll be right back. All right, I'm busily uh, <clears throat> busily compiling the the amens are coming in at a very strong pace today. Uh, I didn't say it before. You can submit amens at social media, uh, my social media, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, same handle, all four accounts, at Will Marotti. Or you can always contact me through email, willmarotti at yahoo.com. Um, you know, I'm going to no, I'm gonna take Alex because Alex has been holding on for a long time. Alex, go ahead. Sorry, sorry to keep you holding. 
Hey, no, no problem, Pastor. Well, uh, a quick comment before my main point. Um, maybe all those vacant buildings, maybe it's the city's way of going green, you know, because, you know, <laughs> vacant building, no electricity is being run, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to oversimplify. Obviously, Hartford has a lot of other problems. But the fact that 60% of your taxable real estate cannot be taxed is, yeah. you know, a little bit of a problem for any city. I don't care who it would be, not Hartford being singled out. Just that's a huge problem. Yeah, um, kind of off uh, the topic, though, um, the main thing I want to talk about was uh, usually Europe is like, you know, a couple months ahead of where we're heading. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody's noticed, but they're kind of in a uh, energy crisis right now. And oh, yeah. all the governments are warning about blackouts during the winter. I mean, you know, talking about that cold. today and, and their gas, their huge gas problem right now. Yeah. And it, it and I, I heard a news report the other day that um, the Northeast has like, 60% less than typical diesel reserves currently. Hmm. And um, so I, I don't think our winter is going to be very good either, to be quite honest. Well, it may not be. But, again, this is this is the fact that we have an administration that, that declared war on fossil fuel from day two. And the fact of the matter is we were a net exporter of natural gas and oil two and a half years ago. Yeah, it, it just makes me sad to see all the, the, the suffering that's taking place in Europe, mm-hmm. and that probably will happen here in the U.S., and it could all be solved if the U.S. would just get its butt in gear. And, that's right. Know, we could do it. We did oil. it before. We could do it again. Trump turned around in three years. We could do that same thing. We, we just got to get so people to have a half a brain. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Alex, you're, you're right. Thanks so much. Thanks for, uh, thanks for holding. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Um, okay. Um uh, 860-522-9842. Let me give you the first third of the amen list. <clears throat> Tanya F, Ray Z, William M, Lori L, Cassie S, Kevin W, Michelle F, Debbie D, Scott O, Janine H, Mark M, Donna T, J.R., uh, John G, Uphill, Dave, Rudy from Florida, Carol L, the mysterious WBD, Tom B, and uh, Mike M. I'll give you the next, uh, next third in a moment here. Um yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, it's just di- difficult to solve some of these major problems, but Connecticut has them. And, and again, all I can say is we have been in Democrat control majorly for the last 50 years. So when do you, when do you wake up people and say, hey, maybe, maybe Democrats running it isn't really the best idea because we're, we're so far behind in so many areas. Like, you know, second worst place to retire. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Fourth highest move-out rate. To, to Alex's point, Europe braces. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal, Europe braces for Russia energy disruption this week. Russia will shut down its key Nord Stream natural gas pipeline on Wednesday for, quote-unquote, maintenance, leaving Europe guessing about whether supplies will restart as temperature falls and, and demand for fuel grows. Whatever the outcome, European officials and energy executives say the continent faces years of high energy prices and possible shortages as efforts to replace Russian imports clash with limited supplies elsewhere and regulations that discourage hydrocarbon usage. All you need to look at the United States. We could supply so much of it, so much of it, and we could make money while we're doing it. We just... Gosh, we can't do it because the planet's going to be ruined in 10 years if we don't stop it. Okay, Al Gore. 
860-522-9842. Let's go to uh, Cheshire. Robert, welcome to the show. Pastor Will, good morning. Tuned in a little bit ago, and you had uh, on a public service spot something from Eversource <laughs> talking about means of becoming more efficient with use of electricity or perhaps assistance with paying bills. You know, I'm not a, ta- uh, excuse me, I'm not a uh, shareholder of Eversource per se, although maybe in mutual funds I am. But I am a taxpayer, and I'm a ratepayer, and I'm tired of being abused. Yeah. I think they would do a lot better job of coming across a public, public service spot saying, you know what, folks, your electricity costs are the second highest in the nation, the highest in the continental United States, yeah. because of all the unfunded mandates coming from our Wokarati in the legislature <laughs> who are telling us to go green. If we go out there and if they went out there and put in public service spots saying nuclear is the answer yeah. and let's let's do this. And, oh, by the way, vote out these people who are forcing our hand, Eversource might say, to do this, that and whatever else, which are making your rates higher. I'd be a believer in that. Instead, they too. just go along with it to get along. And I'm tired of it. Robert, can I tell you, I remember maybe three, it could be four years ago, I watched a documentary on CNN, the Clinton News Network. That uh, about about the energy conversion to green, and it was someone, uh, uh, either the founder or, or not the founder, one of the founders of Greenpeace, the the green organization, and they said almost what you said. They said if if people were serious about this fuel conversion away from fossil fuel, we would immediately go full bore into nuclear because solar and wind are not going to handle it. They just don't have the power, the technology. It's not going to happen with solar and wind. If we were serious about getting away from fossil fuel, we'd go nuclear. And, of course, people, oh, no, you can't do that. So what are we going to do? Exactly we're going to have right. lithium battery waste that's going to be far more toxic than nuclear, and we're not going to have anywhere to put it. That's fine. Okay. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and the, whole, the whole aspect of these people out there putting out these public service spots, again, at my expense and your expense as yeah. taxpayers, it drives me nuts. And I've got to believe that they have somebody that's listening to your radio station. And I hope that by having this call and maybe others saying, hey, folks, get over yourselves yeah. and start going towards solutions instead of uh, trying to fix the problem with a Band-Aid. Yeah. We might actually have some cre- they might have some credibility. Yeah, it could go. I mean, honestly, I, I, I use this illustration all the time, Robert. If you went to the doctor and the doctor found you had cancer, would you rather have some rainbow and sunshine report? Oh, you're going to last for 10 years? Or would you rather know the truth? I'm going to die in six months. Me, I'd rather know the truth. And um, exactly, that's a good one. You know, and, and the silliness it, it, right now. France is getting eighty-five percent of its electrical power uh, by nuclear. And yes, there are issues with the disposal of that waste. And yes, it can be turned into fissionable material. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the reasons why we haven't got more nuclear in this country. Mm-hmm. However, there are all kinds of interesting developments technologically with nuclear. And the good news is, I'm seeing a lot more information in the press suggesting that we as a nation are starting to recognize that this really is the from for our lifetime uh the solution well I, i'll give you two words that i'm very passionate about two terms i'm very passionate about solving the energy pre- uh, dependence on giant conglomerates like eversource number one is microgrid the other one is hydrogen and and i yes. know we're we're away away from both but i think long term that's so much better than sun uh solar and can wind, i give but... you two words back yeah yeah, term limits. Get rid of these sons of guns in Hartford. <laughs> yeah, I meant to that, Robert. Thank you. Thank you, yes, sir. Good day. Sure you call. <laughs> term limits. <laughs> I love it. All right, we're going to take a break. A couple commercials. We'll come back. 860 522 
888-900-9842. This is your station for term limits. WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. <clears throat> Excuse me. 950 WTIC News Talk 1080. We're going to talk to Chris Powell at uh, 1007 All Things Connecticut. And uh, I'll give the second third of the amen list here in a moment. But I want to, uh, I want to bring Ralph and Ralph uh, from South Carolina, the home of all former New Life Church members. Ralph, welcome to the show. <clears throat> Good morning, Pastor. Uh, down here, we do use wood in January and February. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you guys don't have prohibitions on that stuff. And uh, there is a lot of wood that is used down here. But, I mean, it's watching what, what they were talking about. Uh, it looks like Europe's going to get hammered this winter. I mean, yeah, it's going to be, gonna be really, really sad for a lot of people who are going to freeze. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the one thing I did want to mention, uh, our uh, infamous president talking about anarchists. Why did he not mention anything about the cuckoo clocks in the Democratic Party, the socialists? Why does he mention Antifa, the military armed wing of the Democrat Party, Antifa? Why didn't why didn't the militant armed party of the Democrat why did he never mentions Antifa? They're more dangerous than anybody combined in the United States. If you look for splinter groups, I understand exactly. My point is, they're nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. That's all they are, and uh, I, I don't know, uh, you know, what the future of the country looks like, Pastor. I know how you feel, but think, will, will people wake up? I guess is is my question, especially like you <laughs> said, Connecticut, uh, down here, people. Uh, Pretty much are, you know, it's the red state for the most part. But states like Connecticut, eventually, you're going to go off the deep end. Well, you know, honestly, it, as bad as it gets, Ralph, and then it gets worse, and I go, well, people have to recognize this. They have to see this. They have to understand this is a problem. They have to wake up, and then they don't. It gets worse. I go, well, at some point, they have to wake up. But it, it, it's almost like they're drugged or something. I, I don't understand how people don't understand the seriously bad position we're in as a as a culture. Forget the country. Just as the culture goes, the country goes, and we're a mess right now. Absolutely. And, and down here, uh, we have uh, open carry in South Carolina, but very, very few people have open carry. But we do have concealed carry. And I'm going to guess probably 60%, 70% of the people carry weapons down here. And it's all concealed. Well, I'll tell you, Ralph, I mean, you know, and you know I'm a pastor, so I'm not, I, I don't think there's any kind of dichotomy or separation here, but I'm carrying a lot more than I ever have in the past. Just because there's so much crime out there and there's so much, I mean, if I, if I have to protect my family, you know, if I can possibly do it, I'm going to do it. Oh, and I, I got to ask you one question because I missed out. What is going on with whipped cream cans? You can't, if you're under 21, you can't buy whipped cream cans in New York because apparently there's nitrous oxide as one, as one of the propellants in it. And if, if you, and it's bad to inhale nitrous oxide. So people are whiffing instead of glue. I mean, we used to sniff glue in our day. Instead of yes, glue, sir. now they're sniffing whipped cream cans. So if you're under 21, you can't buy a whipped cream can. And where's that? New York, of course. Where they will allow people who are felons, armed felons, out with no bail, reduce serious felony charges to misdemeanors, and allow illegal aliens to walk around unfettered. I mean, it's just I mean, unbelievable. It's, this is beyond insanity, Pastor. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't you dare buy a whipped cream, Cam Ralph. Oh my God! Well, we don't have a, we don't have that problem down here. We yeah, can buy it whenever we yeah. want. Ralph, thank, thanks for your call. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Have a great day, Pat. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Don't you buy those whipped cream cans. All right, second, half of the, uh, second third of the amen list. 
let's see, Angelo A, Aaron B, Ralph P, Doreen Z, Andrea L, Matt D, Carol J, Linda O, Michael S, Kevin S, Sarah R, Joanne H, Melissa G, oh, Matt, Matt D, I should say, from Indianapolis. Thanks, Matt. Um, Melissa G from Durham, Pat A, uh, Stephen C, Jolie C, Zeke H, Elaine P, uh, John C, Thor S, prayed for you this morning, Elaine. Uh, Chris P, Dor, Lynn B, and Wendy A. And we'll do the final third. Um, we'll do the final third in, in the next uh, next hour. We got Chris Powell coming on. And uh, I love when Chris comes on. It's just always a fun segment. They'll be at uh, 10.07, all things Connecticut. All right, we're, uh, and we're going to actually talk about, we'll bring this up. We'll talk about this real estate. No one, you never hear, if you listen to 10 interviews, I don't care who it is, what, TV, radio, okay, never, never does this come up. When they're talking about the, the ill, the woes of Hartford, the struggles of Hartford financially, what are we going to do? Why won't businesses come? Why don't people come? Why don't restaurants stay open in Hartford? You'll hear everything except you'll never hear, oh, yeah, and by the way, 60% of our real estate can't be taxed. I mean, you never hear that as a, as a concern, and it's just like it baffles me. It's baffling to me. Um, it is. It is. What do we got here? 955. I, I got time for another call, right, Matt? Hello, Matt. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb and take one here. Let's go to Kim in Cromwell. Hi, Kim. Hi. Um, I just want to alert everybody. I'm sure they're becoming aware of that uh, California um, thing with the uh, prohibiting um, gas. Yeah, gasoline-powered cars we by 2035. Can't sell them, right? California? Yes. So it could make its way, and I, I may have to form, like, a, a Facebook group on this. <laughs> I think that's really um, taking away people's freedom of choice we should let the free market work um and there's going to be a lot of challenges and i urge people to really start attention to this stuff and not wait to the last minute because you could be confronted with having to buy a sixty thousand dollar car that you're not ready for on top of everything else and then dealing with the challenges of trying to boot it up while everything else in society hmm. is trying to be booting up that's going to slow down the current Kim, you, you, you hit on a brilliant point cycle. kim i'll tell you what's going to slow down this legislation in new york about not being able to purchase gasoline powered cars they call rolling blackouts they're going to yeah. get since such a power bind in california they're already there with rolling blackouts, yeah. there's not enough. Elon Musk says it. The CEO Toyota says it. We don't have the infrastructure in place to even power what we've sold now. So right, they're going right. to flood the market in California, only let your cars, and then people are going to have rolling blackouts every day. Right. It's and just, they're going to say, get used to it. It's for the earth. It's about altruism. Is They're trying to push it even before they put up stuff in yeah. the city because they're, they don't really don't want to spend the money. They just want people to do it. Right. And what I right. really fear for everybody is the loss of it rolling over into your heat in the winter, your AC in the summer. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be That is very critical. Idea. Sure, sure, you're absolutely right. Kim, I, I predict uh, there'll be a rise in stock in horses and carriages. So buy your horses and carriages now. Thank you, Kim. All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> a couple commercials. The news, of course. 
And then uh, Chris Powell will be our guest, and we'll talk about all things Connecticut. So stay with us.